Geico has some bad news. There is no money tree, and there is no gold at the end of the rainbow. However, Geico could save you hundreds on your car insurance. No matter what the competition says, Geico has been saving people so much money over 4 million drivers switched last year. So call Geico for a free rate quote today. It's easier than trying to shake down a leprechaun. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you hundreds on car insurance. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Dream Reality New Earth Radio, reminding you that the choice is yours. I'm Dr. Dream with my co-host Ilya Nabokovsky, and now on with the show. Welcome, everyone, to Dream Reality New Earth Radio. I am, indeed, Dr. Dream, and my co-host, you are... And I am Ilya Nabutovsky. (laughs) Yes. This is... I feel like we start every one of these broadcasts with me saying, Wow, what a week it's been since the last one. (laughs) (laughs) And this week is is no different, except it is a little bit different. Last week I was several thousand miles away, and this week there's just like a floor between us. That's it. That's right. We are literally ten feet away from each other, yet I can't hear you. <laughs> but you seem to be answering in just perfect, <laughs> perfectly when I stop talking. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. Uh, I can't hear you speak upstairs, but I can hear you right over this phone. Oh, this is perfect. And so here we are at the Dream Studio in Southern California, absolutely embracing tonight's broadcast and and everything else because because we can, truly. And so, as I mentioned a week ago tonight, I was sitting on at sitting in Costa Rica at the Love Campus of the New Earth Center of Light. And from that time until now, until really last night, I've made my way to um, up north of Los Angeles and then over to Flagstaff and Sedona and Phoenix and and now back here in Southern California. It's, It's amazing what we have available to us and just... How how the flow when you're in that flow really can just take you and 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 really go with it and so I've had an amazing uh, time in the last little bit and uh, it is it's it's just a it's just a treat to be back here and you know I'd say Ilya we're getting pretty close to spending just about 24 hours a day seven days a week together from this point on the the summer leg of the tour of love is officially kicking off in what like 10 days not even 9 days 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely breathtaking to just imagine uh, doing what we do almost every day, um, and not just on uh, the west side of the country like we did last summer, but we're going um, all the way to the east coast and back this time. So it's going to be quite incredible. And we're even going to jump out of our country and into another country, aren't we? That's right. We are going to Canada. <laughs> Big fanfare for Canada. Got to love it. The international <laughs> tour of love. And, and Ilya, you have put together what is just about rounding out at 60 days, 60 cities in 90 days. Yes, and, and that that's exactly right. Um, I mean, we're going to be... You know, when we're not driving, we're going to be doing our galactivations, and when when we're not doing our galactivations, we're going to be driving to our next galactivation. <laughs> it's rock, rock star style. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, tonight, tonight, as we are here right now in this present moment, this is this is a broadcast tonight. Let me tell you. I have the honor of not just uh, being here with you, Ilya, to introduce and and um, have a discussion with our with our guests this evening, but I have the honor of being uh, friends with him. And this, as you know, in my life, um, is. Um, is what I'm really all about. And I met our next guest um, close to two years ago, maybe a little less than two years ago. And from the moment that we met, the bond and connection has been um, just ever-present in um, in all that we do. And... Um, I I I know him on so many different levels and um each of those levels um has added a a very special uh you know energy to my to my life and uh it's just um wow I'm I'm a little bit tongue tied I guess I didn't think that um I I guess my connection is so deep with with Raul with our guest tonight that, um, anyway, I, I should just kind of dive in. Our guest this evening is the one and only Raul Rosiles, and he is the founder of Soul Based Living, and he is so much more than any one sentence or paragraph of sentences or short story um, could ever describe that. I just want to jump right in and say, Raul, welcome to this evening's show. Wow, thank you so much. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got I to tell you that, um, you know, I've had quite a schedule here in the last, oh, gee, I don't know, weeks, months, whatever it is, but um, I'm I'm surprised that you even committed to uh to doing the this show tonight based on everything that you've got going on you are truly a uh, a leader in the global community and to 
fostering that that global connection uh, for all of us. But before we dive into all that, um, I mentioned soul-based living, and um, let just tell us a little bit about uh, soul-based living. We'll we'll find our way back to it uh, later on in the broadcast, but because we've brought it up now, I, I just want you to kind of tell us um, what what is this soul-based living. Awesome, thank you. First of all, for those that might not make it all the way through the call uh, because your get, cat gets sick or you know something else happens, um, uh, just two things right here in a couple of minutes that you can experience. I love you, and you are free. And that's it. That's everything I have to say, but I like to hear myself talk so I say it in a lot of different ways and I write about it a lot but that's the if I can condense it down to something really short that's it um, and for those of you that can listen longer I'll say something longer for me soul based living is the words in three words and three and the Trinity is very important to me. To say in three powerful words what it is that is the gift of ourself to ourself and then to the world. And so then soul is that what is the ultimate? Who are we beyond the story we're telling ourselves or the story we're playing out with each other? That soul is something kind of indescribable, something beyond, but something ultimately true. And then living life based on that. So we take action from that place. And when we feel a little wobbly or off balance or something, we just keep returning to that truth within us. Keep focusing on that, keep returning to that. And then living. So how do we practically apply this? How does it show up in the world? And so that's soul-based living. And right now, I'm really focusing more on the living part because even though we can have high ideals, how are we interacting with each other? For example, I've had an amazing and very difficult month planning this global fundraiser and focused intention for Japan and for all Earth changes in general. And I only got kind of uh, lost my temper with just one person. <laughs> <laughs> I got into this kind of crazy moment for just once, and it was like, oh, okay, I'm done, thank you. <laughs> and um, it was interesting having worked with other people doing really huge events and seeing how they could get a little crazy sometimes. And I said, oh, this is what it feels like. There's so much energy moving through my body. And so I really, I realized we're doing so much even when we're doing nothing. Mm. So really taking care of ourselves. Because we're doing a lot just when we're sleeping, actually. It's almost like that, how can you make money when you're sleeping kind of thing? How can one, what does one hand clapping sound like? So how are you benefiting the world just in your stillness or motionlessness? 
And why I'm saying that is because that's how it all starts, with coming back to yourself, which is not about doing stuff. So we come back to some kind of place of innocence within us, and then we do from there. And sometimes we don't do, but we're just a blessing just by showing up. So I can say a lot of kind of uh, heady philosophical stuff about soul-based living, but people can go to my website and read all that more intellectual stuff. And I just want to keep it more in a heart space. I can say that soul-based living is based on the law of correspondence. It has 81 transformational values, and it's also based on sacred geometry and number energy and the original intent and meaning of our letters, of our alphabet. I can say a lot of that and how that's empowering for people to use the sacred tools of soul-based living. But that's that's something else. That's something that we can people can experience in a seminar or they can look at that on the website. But in this precious experience that we're having with each other, to return to a gift that I received because I had a experience of subjective light, a, an experience of illumination as a four-year-old child, and the beautiful gift of everything light, lightening up, everything exploding with light as a four-year-old child was, that's my root. That four-year-old is always there reminding me of who I am. It's incredibly precious. And I don't know why I got so lucky to receive that, but I've done some traveling and I've met some very wise people, some of the wisest in the world, actually. And they all said the same thing, even years apart and in other countries. They all told me the same answer. They all said, you have a big mission. That's why. And we all have our mission. And it doesn't mean it's a small mission because you're raising a family and you don't leave the state that you were born in because your mission is through time and your your genetic line is going forward into thousands of years and that's a huge mission. Some people have a big mission within their lifetime. Some it's hard to see because of the generations. So just very quickly just to say I'm offering you an opportunity to receive the same gift I received to return to your four-year-old, return to your perfection. And it wasn't about knowing a bunch of stuff or doing a bunch of stuff. And it's not about earning anything because what could I have done to deserve any experience as a four-year-old? I wasn't doing meditation or praying or didn't even know what those things meant. Those concepts hadn't even penetrated into my consciousness yet. So just return to your four-year-old and make contact with your perfection. And think about how a four-year-old may still even grow back a tip of their finger if it's cut off sometimes. So you can regenerate and think about that superpower of healing and how flexible and uh, endless energy that that little child has. Think about all of that and return to that and give yourself the gift of yourself with all of that power the super being that the four-year-old is, but then with all of your life experience, and you're a little bit taller, too. <laughs> and you now, can drive, and you can go have fun. 
Now, I have heard you uh, share your story about being four. And it wasn't until this moment, hearing you relate it here, and having all the different aspects of you that I've had the honor of experiencing flash before me, that I realize that 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 it's the embodied four-year-old original divine innocence, I am presence of you, that is present in all that you do. Raul, I've never met anyone like you. Um, I have watched you in so many different circumstances. Um, I watched you in the uh, capacity of um, assisting at Leaders Causing Leaders, the conference in Long Beach in uh, 2010. I have watched you step into other people's businesses and take on roles that someone, that other people I know that have achieved what you have achieved would never even consider doing it. But but you transcend all of that and just step into this role of being in service, very much like like that four-year-old I'm I'm sensing, where it's not about the title. It's not about, well, that's not my job. That's not what I do. Um, it's about here you are, what's being presented to you needs assistance, and you're just going to step right in and and bring your gifts and and share those, and nothing else matters in that moment. It's been such an incredible example for me. Um, and I'm I'm taking it that as you were speaking about how it's not about doing I filled in, you know, what I would feel from you would be the second part is that it's just about being. And so I I look at your, you know, uh, the different things you've done as an international speaker, event producer, publisher, author, artist, dancer, and, and what I love the most, enlightenment catalyst. And you're not doing any of those things. You, you are truly being those things. And so, Share with us a bit about, you know, I mean, you're so diverse, you've had so many experiences, you know, share with us the the being of Raul Rosilas and, and how that how that plays out for you because there's there's an example for everyone that's listening that um uh creates a very rich tapestry that we can all be served from. Awesome, thank you. And thank you all so much that are listening. I I want to answer that by sharing another moment. <clears throat> it was uh, a moment where, an experience where I, I chose to have uh, employment for a certain time in my life, and I've actually had very little employment. I've mostly been self-employed. And my wonderful father, Joseph, uh, was a landscaper, and he always told me, you know, you can't fire yourself and, you know, make your own money and and how well he did in, in his business. And so I've had very, very, very small percent of my working life has been employment, but there's one experience that I chose. And in the morning, talking about that, just showing up and just doing what needs to be done, 
even though there was things that were of more responsibility later in the day. In the morning, we just had to make everything perfect in this space and ready for the public to come into this kind of retail space. And it was 6 o'clock in the morning, and this was reminding me of past lives or past life experiences, if you don't believe in that, of uh, maybe being in the monastery and just getting ready in the morning. So here it is, 6 in the morning, and we're just making everything ready, and I'm doing it with love for everyone and blessing everything. And uh, even sweeping is something wasn't taken care of in the evening, and so I made sure it was shiny. And so I was in that moment, I was holding a broom. It's about 6 in the morning. I remember the fog was so thick, we couldn't see out the windows of this space, almost like we were in another place white space and my mind was saying something about uh, this wonderful person that works there and we love working together and we're going to have lunch together later in the day and where might we like to go and this is a beautiful cool morning it was in February of 2007 and something happened I experienced the thoughts from another space it was like someone else showed up and it was that something else was listening to Raul talking. And then Raul stops and says, oh, somebody's listening to me. So there was two things happening. Somebody was listening to him and then Raul noticed somebody was listening and there were these two beings somehow at the same moment, but they were both me somehow. And ever after that moment, I knew the mind is a kind of a story kind of a character in the story of life. And so I became what I call transpersonal. And even from that little boy who saw light, and then from there on there were angels around all the time and spirit guides. And every day, every single day of going to school, I would walk to school and the spirits are talking to me. And then walking back home, the spirits are talking to me, sometimes lecturing, sometimes teaching me about things. So I've had an absolutely incredible life like Harry Potter, it's, it could be a fantastic IMAX special effect movie. But this moment was so amazing. It was almost as wonderful as the subjective light of four-year-old Raul. And I realized on some core level, and my whole body was shaking, I realized, oh, I'm not that thing that's talking. It was like the robot came to life, or Pinocchio came to life. I am not this thing. I am not this organism. And it was a super shock. Wow, I'm not Raul talking about going to lunch. <laughs> and uh, I was in a kind of a, a kind of a daze, kind of high or something, or drunk with that energy for a long time. And I'm answering your question by giving you this experience, because... We can't show up, we can't fully be until we undo this story or this character in the story of life because we are trying or we're making these efforts and it's either through compassion and love and that person becomes a saint and we hear stories about this person or this person 
become so wise and we're wowed by the amazing things that they can invent or new philosophies or new sciences and new spiritualities and they're so their mind is like a, a golden crown. And so yes, all of that's wonderful. But to reach that critical mass, the whole experience of enlightenment is a process of subtraction. So we let go. You don't have to throw it away, you just drop it. Let go of your angers, fears, limiting beliefs, and let go of your story. Because the only thing that's going to transform the world is freedom. And we, it's not something outside of us. The transformation of the world is us. We're the transformation. So we have to free ourselves and be very patient and compassionate with each other and supportive of each other while we go through this rebirth. That's beautiful, Raul. And um, I I want to really honor you and everything that you are and the way that you're being. I'm, I'm truly grateful for, for all that you are. And I want to ask you, um, what... What did you what did you have to let go of? What did you have to subtract in your life? What were some of the major uh transition events that you had to um go through in order to become this compassionate and loving being that you are in this moment? I think I'm thinking about how Shakyamuni Buddha said that Life is a kind of suffering, and he didn't say it exactly like that. That's not a perfect translation. Um, but um, it's sometimes a, a wonderful thing to have something that we're challenged by because then we start to ask questions. And it's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And that's a very good place to be. Otherwise, we can kind of get into a zone and lose months of just kind of being inside our story. And what I felt like I had to let go of and free myself from is the same as everyone else in the universe, angers, fears, and limiting beliefs. And each of us has a kind of a favorite thing that we're going to play with in that life and then kind of two wings, so to speak. And so for me, it's more anger. Uh, being one on mostly the wisdom path, so um, beginning the early stages of love more and learning from a lot of people about love. Um, so then the challenge for the person that's more into the wisdom path is is anger. And so that's been, for me, my, my teacher. And for the others who are more loving, much more than me, um, then fear is their challenge. And you can see this in the person, and you can know it. it. Uh, and some of these things are on the soul-based living chart that I can show people at a future time, and we can talk more about that. And then the limiting belief, that's the another point in this kind of triangle. And there's a kind of a unity consciousness or oneness or non-duality coming to a sense of ourselves as the ultimate and then uh, the person that's more in that track, they're, they're constantly saying kind of limiting things about themselves or their situation or life in general. So you can see, people will tell you who they are. And the thing about that, the beauty, is whatever they're saying, whether they're saying their anger, their fear, or their limiting belief, 
that tells you the opposite is who they really are. Mm. Even they may have no awareness of that. But you can peer through. You can uh it allows you to, to for for you to experience a person that's transparent and you can say, Oh, there's their divine nature. I see that that unity, I see that wisdom, I see that love. And we're all those three elements because you have to have love wisdom and unity to create enlightenment. You have, all three are the, the chemicals needed to make that transformation. So for me it was more anger. And then part of my story was, uh, even though there's many, many beautiful aspects about my parents, there was a lot of yelling. And as I became a teenager, I got a consciousness of, like, wow, it would kind of suck to be our our, our neighbors to us because they have to hear all this loud stuff all the time. I began to have compassion for the neighbors. So um, then I became kind of really diverse to people that would yell or be really angry, and it would be hard to, for me to be present with them. I'd want to leave the room. So I, I did that for a long time. So that was part of my story. So something for me to transcend is to just be okay with, oh, this person's angry right now. I'm going to be a good friend to them or be a good friend to myself. And it's really important. I would, I think that's, uh, in addition to love, expressing love and freedom, a third thing I would like to offer to people is this idea of being a good friend to ourselves. Hmm. Thank you. Now, you you brought up a word which, uh, knowing you as I do, I am aware of it as a sort of foundational theme in your life. I mean, I guess in a sense it's a foundational theme in all of our lives, but uh, you're so um, in your process and aware and conscious of how it works. And the word is is transformation. And um, not only does it represent, I, I mean, it represents on several different levels in your life, and I'd like you to kind of take that and run with it a little bit for us. I think it's interesting it has four syllables so for me that's like the four legs of a chair it has like this kind of a stability it has a nice feeling of being a foundation so life is change so we're in this continuous transformation but it's also there's a kind of a beauty to the word it's kind of poetry it is poetry and it's about uh, breaking out of the shell, out of the cocoon, and being born. And there's in nature, there's this kind of a, a struggle to be born. There's a kind of a process to burst out and to be strong enough to survive what we're doing, to be in the elements and to be able to live. There has to be some kind of force, some kind of energy. And so transformation is a is a a kind of a force of universal nature and it allows us to be always free, like I'm always changing, I'm not one set of ideas or thoughts or feelings. I'm not my thoughts and feelings. I'm always part of universal transformation, part of change. Life is cycles. 
and so it allows for flowing. And that flowing can be like wind, or it can be like water, it can be even fiery, different elements, or it could be like lava. So it can have different elemental energies. But it's about just being uh, flexible and flowing like Kung Fu or, or yoga or something like that. And again, it brings back the idea of the four-year-old where you can just jump around, roll around, and and bounce back from anything and, and run and have all this energy. So transformation has all of these elements and including this process of subtraction, which I think is really key for our human experience and for the planet, is return to nature, return to our ultimate self. And we're in a state of perfection. So transformation is not this story that we have to be more or do more because we're already whole, we're, we're perfect. But the transformation is like a polishing process or a cleaning process. And when I had that moment in that space, I was sweeping, I was cleaning. If you want something really wonderful to happen in your life, I recommend purification. I, re- I recommend cleaning. Clean your car, clean your bedroom. Uh, if there's an old closet with a bunch of stuck, old, dusty stuff, get it out of there. And do it with intention. Uh, do it as a sacred experience. And I guarantee you, if you clean with intention, something wonderful will happen for you. And whenever I feel like I'm having a rough day, <laughs> whenever I feel like things are stuck, I, I clean. I'll just start polishing things. And I have an altar. I have a sacred space in, in my home. And I especially clean that and uh, reorganize and move move things around, shift and transform. Hmm. Now, I want you to relate transformation to, I don't know, say, love, healing, and and water. <laughs> yes, you're referencing the, the book. The book transformation, yeah. Um, and part of that loving group of people, these uh, kind of water community, people who care about water and the oceans and are having clean drinking water and uh, not polluting our, our oceans and a community of people that really are champions for water on Earth. And I connected to this kind of uh, water tribe. And here I am, like much more philosophical, intellectual, much more on that wisdom path. And then I meet all these really lovey-dovey kind of people and, you know, five-minute hugs and all this, uh, which I was very uncomfortable with at first. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then I said, okay, this is something I need to learn. See, again, I went there, right? Like it's a learning thing. And um, I need to experience this. I need to open my heart more. And um, so then I, I met all of these amazing people in a experience to serve, to be part of a, a global intention for water that was called Live H2O. And it was amazing. And I met all these wonderful people. And after that, I just had this vision to create a book and each chapter is a different author and have all this amazing work in it. And I just said to people, 
you you choose what what you want to write. I love you. You're amazing. You tell me what you want to write. And everybody submitted their chapters, and it was three subjects, love, healing, and water. And then so... Um, Can you repeat the question? <laughs> ha ha ha! Tell us, tell us some of the people that um, that uh, joined you in this in this book. Oh yeah, just really uh, an honor to be part of this experience. And uh, Albius is part of the book. It's really amazing, transformational speaker. With amazing energy and. Uh, William Waterway, who's uh, just an amazing champion of our waters, uh, Grammy award-winning drummer Koji Nakamura, and I added myself to the book because I'm the publisher. I get to do that. Uh, Mira Schneider, who's an amazing pioneer of holistic healing, and uh, just an amazing group of people. And uh, then... Uh, from this experience, uh, I really opened my heart, and uh, I also found that I really like to produce, and I didn't know that before. Uh, I found a new passion. Uh, I love to make things happen. I like to be behind the scenes and be part of the production. It's really fun for me, and I like how challenging it is. And and I, I helped with uh, the next year. I helped with uh, Leaders Causing Leaders event. And this year, with my kind of, um, I shall say it this way, my uh, my spiritual home, uh, Japan, when I first went to Japan, I felt, I got off the plane and I felt, oh, this is home. I'm finally home. So there's some kind of, uh, well, very, very powerful soul connection between me and Japan and the beautiful people of Japan. And when they had this emergency, seeing an emergence, I felt I had to do something. So in my soul, I have to do something to respond, to be responsible, and to bring uh, love to the Japanese people and for for this experience for all of us. And as we continue to have earth changes to create a new paradigm for how we respond when something happens in the world. And respond you have. Um, and, you know, in your typical style, you don't do anything uh, small <laughs> at all. And so here we are. This is Tuesday night on Thursday, the 19th of May, uh, we have the World Loves Japan event, and you knew that it was going to be a global event, but you started with Los Angeles because we're right here in the area. and And tell us, tell us what it's turned into. Yeah, it's it's uh, truly a miracle. I, I just want to share with that soul connection with Japan, and I love. You know, I love all countries, and I have a, a message of love for all countries, and I'm going to begin posting those messages for each country on my website, Soul Based Living. Uh, 
coming in this summer, I'll begin writing those letters to each nation. But there's something special, a special relationship for me uh, and Japan. And when the earthquake and the tsunami happened, and those of you listening to this recording in the future, even very far in the future, then you'll get kind of a timestamp. Like, oh, it's when they had the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. And this is uh, 2011. And for those of you listening in the future, many blessings. So I, I felt in my heart, I felt in my body, uh, this uh, transformation. And at first I felt uh, sorrow. And uh, there was a lot of crying. <laughs> and then a feeling like, um, okay, this has happened and everything can be for the best and highest good. And let's have everything that we have to do that is part of this birth of the, the new world always wake us up. I mean, everything, the traffic jam wakes me up more to myself, any frustration, you know, the dog barking next door, whatever, or some some emergency, something that makes us just say, wow, this is really something, this disaster or something that's happening. So we just judo everything. everything we make everything flow toward our best and highest good, even when it seems scary even when we're scared or we're upset. And everything is for enlightenment. So I said, I have to do something. And it's a huge shockwave in the spirit world also, what's happened in Japan. Not just a shockwave of the earth and the water, but a spiritual shockwave. And then we have a choice. Choice is really important. We have a choice. How are we going to respond? So... I said, this is a global shockwave. I'm going to respond globally. So we'll send love globally. And I didn't know how big it was going to get. I just got, I stopped moving and I stopped thinking. And I got into meditation. And for something amazing to happen, we have to stop. Stop moving, stop thinking, and let something come from our core, from that four-year-old, from that perfection. And it just came out. And again, I love three. So it just came out, World Loves Japan. I didn't make it up. It just happened. It just showed up. And then, okay, this is what it's called, and so we're going to do that. So we're going to send love to Japan, intend their best and highest good, thank them for being part of our transformation. And all the shockwaves that that's created, including uh, Germany saying, well, we're going to start to decommission our, our nuclear power plants. So all of this is part of the evolution of humanity. And so what it starts to turn into is I start just inviting people to join me to send love to Japan. And at first it was like a, like a freight train of just no movement. Nothing's happening. And I'm trying to create an event. Nothing. Nothing's happening. And then everyone's so busy and it looks like it's not happening and I'm like, well, can we do it in a month? Can we do it in two months? And it just seems so hard. And I'm like, yeah, we can definitely do this. And then finally, I said, well, we can't do it on the weekend. <laughs> We're going to do it on the weekday. And so Thursday became the perfect day to do it, which has a wonderful irony because 
again, another timestamp for this show as we have a movie, a motion picture on the big screens right now called Thor, the God of Thunder. It's a kind of Christ story, actually, not to ruin the story for anybody. Or Maui is a heroic kind of figure or kind of a messiah uh, energy, part God and part human, as we all are. And Thor's Day is the day we're going to do this event. And this year and this month, that's May 19. And so it becomes this experience. And finally, everyone starts to say, yeah, I, I want to send love to Japan and let's do something. And then what are we doing? And I said, well, I don't want to order what we're doing or command. Because what do you want to do? How do you want to show up? How do you want this to be a celebration of life? And sending love, meditation, focused intention to Japan. And so then it became something awesome. And in uh, nine different cities in five countries, it became something really amazing and beautiful. And I'm getting messages every day now uh, small groups of people everywhere in other states and other countries are saying, yes, we're going to be with you at that time. And it's uh, starting at 6.30 Pacific Central Time. And all these, the big venues all over the world together in meditation. And not just for the transformation of Japan, but for all Earth emergencies for all of our best and highest good in alignment with the law of one. Then we come together, the whole planet, at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. And then the ending of this celebration of life is uh, Mary Magdalene uh, pilgrimage in France. And they join us their morning time, and for us on the Pacific coast, it will be 11 p.m., and that will be our closing ceremony as we are in meditation with this group in France. So this huge experience, uh, an energy of love all over the world, and it it became bigger and bigger and, and more wonderful. And uh, I was completely consumed with all of the logistics of this for a whole month. Uh, but I felt I have to do this. It's part of my uh, destiny. Mm. That that's really beautiful, Raul. And uh, for for the people that are listening uh, who are unable to attend um, this event, um, what what can we do? What can these people do? Um, you know, at, in their own space. Um, if you know, if people aren't exactly sure of how to meditate or what uh, you know, what exactly to do um, to send love to Japan. Is there any simple way that you can really recommend uh, for the people to just send love? Is there any technique or anything like that that you can share with us at this time? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, breathe. And come into celebration and you may have a certain faith or a certain practice and praying in your own way. Breathe sing, dance, chant, 
meditate in, in your own ritual, your own faith, in your own practice, in your own way. Um, and anything that you do that feels sacred for you. And then the simultaneous part, though it's not uh, absolute that it has to be at that moment, but 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, you will know everyone else around the world is connecting at the same time. And we're thinking about the positive. We're focusing on the positive. So we're seeing Japan becoming a, in its full bloom, its highest good. And then for yourself also, you know, I am fulfilling my purpose of being born in this lifetime. So experience yourself coming into full bloom. And your hometown, your state, your country is waking up. It's becoming a beautiful country, a beautiful town, wherever you are. And if you're in the Los Angeles area, I, I don't know, maybe a thousand people show up. We can only fit 300. <laughs> so at some point there's rules. <laughs> the fire marshal will say, you can't let any more people in. But if you are there and, and you're there before, we have to stop people from coming in. It's at Peace Yoga Gallery, which is a beautiful space. And uh, Sherry Ray is my yoga teacher, I consider for that. And it's uh, 903 South Main Street in Los Angeles. And our opening ceremony starts at 6.30 p.m. And that will be the simultaneous time for the whole world. And there are other venues, and you can go to the website, worldlovesjapan.blogspot.com. It's all there. Um, I know particularly the Costa Rica venue is uh, inviting people to Skype so that they can be with them. So if you want to be active with us, there are some private experiences like the, the pilgrimage in France is a, a group of people doing intention together, and some are open to the public like the Las Vegas venue New York, Florida, Los Angeles are, are public experiences, open to the public. And where there's an address, that means they're welcoming you to be there. And there's a few of those. And you can see that on the website. But you can also go to our Facebook page, our event page, which is World Loves Japan, and put your message there. Post your message of love for Japan, for the future of the earth, for life, for your country. Say your affirmation. Send out your message of love. So show us that you're with us. Post something on that page. And also read everyone else's messages, including the hosts of the different venues. Already we have a message from the host in Las Vegas, from India, from Costa Rica, so we have these messages already there. We even have photos already from France. And it's it's not even Thursday yet. So the people are already getting together in France. And they've already put photos up on the World Loves Japan uh, event page. So it's interactive. And you can experience it with us and post your message on our Facebook page. And then just yeah. your space. Yeah. A absolutely, and um, 
I also just want to um, let all of our listeners know that um, if you are not uh, familiar with um, group meditation, uh, it's actually very important that um, as many people come together at um, at a simultaneous time. Um, because, um, for example, um, there's something called the Maharishi effect. I don't know if you're familiar with this, Raul, um, but um, there was, an event where 7,000 people actually came together and meditated for world peace. And after the meditation, um, it, it happens so, to be that 75% of the world's crime has actually been eliminated. And so when we all come together, um, we actually um, don't just multiply each other's intentions, but um, every other person that comes together with the, with the same intention, this intention is squared. And so it's very important um, that, as, that we actually get as many people as we can to focus on this one intention because it really does work and it really does have a huge effect on the world. And so I want to thank you, Raul, so much for just... Um, creating such an amazing opportunity um, for so many people around the world to tune in and make a difference. So thank you so much uh, for that. Thank you, Ilya. And um, if you can just uh, tell us um, where um, where all the events will be, um, I believe you have many countries, so if you can just let us know um, what you have planned so far. Yeah, and it's growing. It's it's growing by the hour. But what we have are we have some kind of uh, official venues for you. Uh, we're still waiting for information from the New York location, which is putting something together kind of at the last moment. Uh, in San Francisco, uh, Michael Perlin, the producer, writer, director of the Three Magic Words movie is doing uh, Focused Intention along with Laura Fox. Uh, in Australia, Shasha Love, who is a light worker there in Australia, is in Focused Intention with us in the Victoria area of Australia. In India, Ganga and Tara are in uh, meditation with us. And I'm going to try to pronounce the name of this town. It's Triyuthanamalai. <laughs> so forgive me for kind of struggling with that. In France, it's a Mary Magdalene uh, pilgrimage with Joan Clark and Sandy Fox is there also. In Costa Rica, there's a New Earth Center of Light with Jeremiah, Lindsay, and uh, Chandra Rose. There's all these spaces for you to connect to. And the Costa Rica this new Earth Center of Light in particular is inviting people to Skype call into them. And you can get all of that information on our Facebook page. Uh, we also created a uh, Florida event just in the last few days with Rita Zimmerman. And that's in the Embassy Suites uh, Alamante Springs Florida, in Las Vegas at the Ganesha Center with Bart G, 
in meditation, and that's 3243 East Warm Springs Road, 3105 Las Vegas. I think that's everything. Yeah. But there are many groups meeting. I continue to get messages from people all over. Yeah, and more and more people seem to be stepping up. And that's actually, you know, one of the um, positive uh, things about, you know, these experiences that we go through as a planet, such as tsunamis and earthquakes, is that it really allows us to look past our differences and really move beyond separation consciousness. And it really does lift the veil and allows us to see ourselves as brothers and sisters. And so if you can just talk a little bit about um, how these experiences really transform us as human beings and allow us to grow and evolve further. Yes, I I really feel that focused intention is a key for the future. And so community is the key, how we show up as family for each other in our neighborhoods, in our cities, our states, our countries, and the whole world. So how we gather together and what we are doing, and it's education, commerce, it's government, it's everything, how we show up for each other. And so... Yeah. Absolutely. And I I love it. I absolutely love it. And so um, I I want to um, also invite... Um, everyone that's um, listening in the ethers as well, because I know that we have many uh, guests at this time uh, from all different realms and uh, dimensions that um, are also going to be here um, at our event. And so I want to invite as many of our um, brothers and sisters um, in the stars and in, in, all, in all of these realms that exist that we can't see yet um, I just want to send an invitation to all of these beautiful beings to be here uh, with us on Thursday um, everywhere. And so um, just putting it out there. And uh, I hope that uh, it, it's all going to be perfect. Uh, and I know that for sure. So um, it's gonna, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be very exciting. I welcome people to uh, connect to me on my website, soulbasedliving.info, and uh, connect to this global event on worldlovesjapan.blogspot and our Facebook page, World Loves Japan. You both uh, bring up such good points um, about, I mean, just this whole aspect of global um and how our connection to the global community is really what is so needed right now for for all of us to step out of separation and um i really honor that i was i was at an event this past weekend a graduation college uh university graduation and uh, there were, I don't know, a couple, few thousand people in this tent on the campus of Northern Arizona University. And at the beginning of the ceremony, they played the the national anthem. And um, it's not that I have an issue, per se, with the national anthem. 
Um, but what it brought up for me ever so clearly was the, the days of us um, pledging ourselves to one nation really uh, need to be over. And it's about pledging ourselves to Mother Earth, about pledging ourselves uh, to this to this universe, to the oneness of all that is. And and so, you know, as um, a participant in the Los Angeles um, event, um, Doctor Dream and and the, uh, several of the Band of Angels will be there, and we'll be doing uh, one of our energy transference. Uh, experiences um, for us it it even transcends Japan and it is so much about sending an energy out that that covers this entire blue marble of what we call earth and and having our love uh, penetrate all the corners, all the areas of this wonderful planet because it's going to take all of us, that's why we're all here, and it's going to take our focused attention and intention uh, and our connection to love to be the change and experience the change that we know is is here right now for us. And so, you know, this this opportunity and all the effort um, that has gone into it, and it's no doubt that people all over the world are stepping up at this time and and pledging their support because what they're saying is is that that they too are the love and and that we know that 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 is that's how it all works and so what what an exciting opportunity for for all of us and to to just be so present to to the earth changes to supporting each other it doesn't matter where we are or who we are or what color we are or what our our previous religious beliefs have been or anything else because we're all truly one people reflecting that oneness and love back to each other and and you're you're on the 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 crest of this wave Raul and and uh making it that much easier for for everyone else um and so yeah indeed two two days from now less than 48 hours 47 hours and um, 34 minutes uh, <laughs> from now, we will be opening up um, and energizing with people all over the world a really beautiful uh, show of solidarity. Um, and uh, how awesome is that? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And when people look back and say, how how did they transform the world? into a a beautiful place in the universe and we can take our place in the galaxy with other civilized planets and they say how do they do that this is part of that a answer and uh the time is now to let go of your anger fears and limiting beliefs and 
let go of your story and return to your perfection. And that becomes that becomes the new story. You know, the new energy cuz the the old story served us and now now it's where we're at is deserving of the new story. And the old paradigm got us this far and now it doesn't work anymore. Um and and the new paradigm is is ready to be embraced. And um I I just I couldn't be more thrilled from the moment you called me um sharing your thoughts on this. Um and I I recall the conversation ever so clearly. Um and I said, you know, I my my travel schedule, well I I don't know if I'll be able to be there. And you said, well, you know, what what dates look good? And I said, well, you know, Wednesdays Wednesdays are tough and Tuesdays are tough, but Thursday's a pretty good day and and here's a Thursday that I'm around and the next thing I know I got an email from you and sure enough um it was that Thursday I I know it wasn't just about me um but um I'm I'm truly honored uh that we get to be there with you and with everyone and to be uh really sending out this energy that that connects everyone, you know, people that have no idea what's going on, people that are stuck in in um, the old paradigm, um, whatever, it doesn't matter. This this energy will touch the entire global community, um, and that's that's what you're about, uh, Raul. And I've I've seen that um, and honored that and respected that and loved that in you since uh, since we first met. So I've got a question for you. <laughs> you know, and it's I'm sure there'll be an expanded answer after this, but I mean, okay, so all of this that you're doing and 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 World Loves Japan and everything else and and you're raising the bar of what one person with a vision can take on and accomplish with the assistance of of others that that can can tap into that vision. Raul, what's next for you? Yeah, thank you so much. I I want to acknowledge uh, the many, many people all over the world that are making this possible. And yes, the vision came to me. I I could have been anybody. I don't know. It it could come to anyone. It has to come to one person. And it's not about that person. That person is simply receiving the radio, the spiritual uh, message, the spiritual frequency that uh that music there there are the antenna for that, and it's really coming from humanity, so if humanity wants something to show up on some deep level, whether it's Christianity or Buddhism, a new philosophy, a new science, a new art, something wonderful for the world, humanity's on some deep level all creating this beauty, and then someone hears that, and if they're still in their ego to some degree, they say, oh, this is me, you know, it's my idea. (laughs) And if they're a little bit more enlightened, then they say, okay, I'm receiving the message from humanity, and uh, I I received it, so therefore I'm the one to be in service with that. And that's how I see it. And what is next? I'm really thinking, um, we've had some banking, emergency 
is certainly education uh, environment. I'm thinking, do I need to create a soul bank or a soul political party or a soul, soul school? So I'm really thinking, what can we do? It will be global. Uh, Soul-based living is a small but committed group of people committed to the transformation of the world. It'll be exponential. I'll do bigger and bigger things as the years come on. And my enlightenment is still relatively small. Even though I've had this kind of light since four years old, the real critical mass was February of 2007. And so if that's kind of a birth I'm still a little kid it was not that long ago 2000, February 2007 so uh, 2008, 2009, 2010 2011, 4 right? so still kind huh. of a toddler in the light <laughs> ironically <laughs> as we're talking about 4 so right. no mistakes right? no mistakes if you can understand what I'm saying out there in hearing the frequencies of this. And if you can't understand, uh, just feel the love from it. And so then uh, I know that we're going to produce a second annual Leaders Causing Leaders event, which will be mind-blowing, wonderful, and there'll be more. I'm really seriously considering uh, and already discussing with a team of people to create a really big, amazing, holistic expo in Los Angeles which may debut 2012, 2015. I'm not sure how long it will take to birth that. And uh, I'm already getting invitations to speak and lead transformation in other countries, and I'll be accepting those invitations very soon. Beautiful. You truly are a catalyst for change. I want to take this opportunity to... uh to share an experience that I had earlier this year. I was uh, invited to be a speaker at the Kauai Wellness Expo um, at uh, the urging of, of you, Raul. You introduced me uh, to, the, to the organizer, and um, I was invited to speak there and um, was quite excited about the trip. Uh, and uh, you know me, I, I I don't just go to one city when I when I when I leave the house here in Southern California. <laughs> I like to put a whole bunch of cities on the list. And so um, I thought, well, I wasn't looking at a map, but I thought, you know, when I think of Hawaii, I think of Japan as being right near it. And and you strongly suggested that that I go to Japan. And so. I set up a three-week trip to Hawaii and two weeks to Japan. Uh, Little did I know that the flight from Honolulu to Tokyo is the same distance as from Los Angeles to Honolulu. (laughs) And so I looked at the map later because I I get this in this space where I just see the world as being like really small and then all of a sudden I'm on a 10-hour flight (laughs) and I'm like, wow, everything's a little further than I thought. We're going 500 miles an hour. Um. But I went to Japan, and you really um I took my ten year old daughter maya and you you paved the way for that trip um you made all the connections through a really wonderful worldwide organization called happy science 
Uh, Maya and I were in Japan for two weeks. We spent one night at a hotel, um, and the rest of the time we stayed at the the Happy Science Temples. Uh, And it was a life-changing experience for myself and for my daughter. Um, Incredible. And when we went to the different temples... People would say, well, how do you know about happy science? And I would say, well, my friend Raul from Los Angeles, and everyone would light up, and they would say, well, yes, we know Raul. Absolutely. How is he? You know, he was here, and it it wasn't like you were there weeks before or months, you know, or even a year before. It was like, what was it, like three years before or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everybody remembered you. Um and had such wonderful um I, I felt like I was connecting with the international fan club of yours. Um you know, wherever I went I was sort of an emissary and then everyone already was members and they knew about it. Um we came back and uh seven days later after we got back uh was the earthquake. Um and and subsequent um tsunami and, and everything and uh it was uh, particularly touching for us. It would have been touching anyway, but in that we had just been there. We had just been uh, so beautifully touched by the energy of the people and the collective energy of the country. Um, and uh, and you had really you know, been spot on about us, us going there and sharing what we do. Yeah. We ended up on our own getting uh making a connection with Goodney Goodnison. Um and Goodney has um some centers in Japan. Uh and uh he has so stepped up in his entire organization um and and been out there on the front line in the field um taking food, water, and other supplies to people that were not getting reached by the Japanese government or the Red Cross or anyone. People that would have continued to slowly starve, um, you know, without the comforts that so many of us take for granted. And um, then you have really fostered a relationship with that whole organization now. Um, So so tell us, this uh, World Loves Japan here in Los Angeles is a benefit um, to assist those that are truly making a difference, helping people, you know, on the ground in Japan. Um, Who is it? You know, tell tell us about that, that piece of this. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. um, And just uh, for the information and energy of uh, everyone that's listening uh, many, just as many people have helped to uh, make this global event possible, World Loves Japan, so many people have been part of uh, my growth and helping me to be who I am so that I can serve humanity. And one organization that fully, fully, 100% showed up and did so much to help me was Happy Science. And uh, they did so much to help me with just the intention of being part of 
the enlightenment of all of humanity, and they really were a huge help to my growth. And uh, Gudnitsen has this very amazing and excellent organization called Modern Mystery School, and uh, had some of the most powerful transformations with their their work. And they have a beautiful uh, non-profit part of their organization, which is called Golden Pyramid of Peace. Part of this, and I'm just going to just kind of jump into this just for a minute about some uh, non-profits where there's not really transparency or uh, there's questions about what they're doing with funding and what I would call, I'm politely calling creative accounting. So I thought, okay, we have enough of that going on. And in this new way of responding to emergency, who are really the ethical nonprofits? And I saw how uh, the Modern Mystery School and the Golden Golden Pyramid of Peace, their nonprofit, part of their organization, really were beautiful angels and how they're helping everyone. And I wanted the proceeds for the Los Angeles venue to go to the Golden Pyramid of Peace. And they will actually be there to explain exactly what they have been doing. And you can see it on YouTube, how they've been helping people in a really incredible way. And I also have recommended uh, Emoto Peace Project, which has been bringing water to people uh, and really being a part of the transformation of the world in a beautiful way also. And uh, also Love Planet Foundation. And so these are the three uh, official uh, nonprofits that uh, we are recommending as uh, World Loves, J- Loves Japan experience. There are many, many smaller uh, humanitarian organizations doing amazing work and very transparent, and the money's going where they're actually saying it's going, and they are part of uh, the new world and uh, showing up in a beautiful way. And unlike um, other big organizations that um, that do things and have an executive director that's bringing down, um, you know, a huge salary, um, you know, and all of this, um, you're you're doing this out of the love in your heart. This is none of the money that's that's coming in on on Thursday evening. Um, even flows through you. I mean, and you were very clear about that. This is, this, all of it, 100% of anything that comes in on Thursday night is for these organizations that are making a difference. Yes, absolutely. And I thought the the way to create trust, the the way to create transparency is um, I don't even create a mechanism for how the money can come in. I invite the nonprofits to show up. They're physically there. People can talk with them, ask them questions, have them explain what they're doing, uh, offer their donation from their heart, and it's uh, as few uh, steps in between. You know, the money's going directly to these uh, nonprofits and then going directly to where it's all 
the funds are being used for this humanitarian effort. Beautiful. Just another fine example for for all of us of holding an energy that is based in um, purity uh, of intention and integrity. Uh, and, um, you know, I I applaud you. I will be giving you five-minute hugs throughout the event on um, Thursday because that's what I do. <laughs> and um, just, um, you know, really, um, really in awe of what you've taken on um, and uh, not just taken on but, but – what you have um excelled at and um anyone who says well you know one person can't make a difference um well they they haven't met you yet and i i would love to introduce you to some of those people uh because um you know wherever wherever we're going whatever this process is of our individual and collective journey uh it it is all about each of us as the one person that we are stepping up making a difference and um you're you're an amazing example of that now let's see we've got well i should Ilya, do you have have i missed anything we've got about 8 minutes left and so we're going to free free flow um this 8 minutes but i i just want to check with you since i can't hear you or see you uh, yeah, I, I wanted uh, actually us to just quickly mention the curriculum for the event and uh, just who's going to be there and uh, uh, how everything is uh, going to be organized, if we can just go over that just real quick. Yeah, awesome. So uh, there's so much going on all over the world, and please look at worldlovesjapan.blogspot.com for everything <laughs> happening all over the world and our Facebook page, uh, which is an event page, World Loves Japan. In Los Angeles, it is Peace Yoga Gallery. And yes, it is a art gallery also. It is also a raw food restaurant upstairs, so there's going to be yummy, healthy food. Um, it is a yoga studio also. They also host events all the time, so they actually have an amazing sound system. It's a really fantastic space. And there's a really big uh, parking lot right across the street. It's very handy. It's only $5 for the whole night, which I know that's a concern for some people. And this is downtown Los Angeles. It's Main and 9th Street. That's a corner. And we're asking for a $20 donation. It's just a suggestion. Um, give from your heart. So it starts at 6.30 p.m., and that is the global intention. Everyone in the world is uh, aligning, and that's Pacific time. Please check uh, time converters on the Internet for your time in your part of the planet. So 6.30 p.m. is our global intention, and it starts our opening ceremony is with Al Diaz, and he's creating a fantastic... Uh, experience. He's calling Miracle of Love for Japan. Then at 7, the uh, founder of Peace Yoga, Sherry Ray, will be leading us in uh, yoga. 
in her unique and beautiful way. At 8 p.m., Dr. Dream and the Band of Angels are going to uh, amaze us with a sacred energy transference ceremony. And then uh, Jagadish Das at 8.45 p.m., who is a lineage holder of uh, Rasik Siddha tradition of the Bengali area of India, is going to offer us uh, divine love energy. And uh, there's going to be a being of light, Michelle Long, to do energy healing. I will be there and we'll just do a short intentional dance before our super DJ set by DJ Sterling Bentley and Bobby Rich. Uh, we've a beautiful musical experience for us for the ending of our evening, and which is 11 p.m., which is the time where we will be synchronizing with France and the Mary Magdalene pilgrimage. And all the other venues, including India, Australia, and Costa Rica, and the other cities in the U.S. will all align with us at 6.30 p.m. And that's all on the website and on the Facebook page. Wow, so on Facebook, you just type in in the uh, search box, the Facebook search box, World Loves Japan. Uh, the event will come up. And be sure and post it on your page, send it out to your people, invite people. Um, this is um, This is big. This is very big, and it makes it makes a difference. And so, um, what an amazing, amazing treat! Whew. Well, to be part of this, just um, to be part of this, uh, just attend the event. Just click that button, and that's just putting your energy there from whatever part of the world you're in, and then post a message of love. Yeah, I look forward to um, to going through those. I've been watching it, and it's just great to, particularly the locations, the the seven or eight other locations, hearing what they're saying and what they're sharing, and and seeing the different countries and everything um, is spectacular. So, Raúl, thank you so much um, for being here with us. Before we we actually close out tonight's broadcast, um, just a little bit. Um, from uh, the the Dream Collective on on what we're up to. Um, A week from Thursday, we will be setting up at Lightning in a Bottle here in Orange County, California. An event we did last year, we had 160 people for a Galactivation. And um, this year, I'm sure it will be just as amazing, along with some incredible music and, and the tribe. Uh, coming out in full force. This is the beginning of our summer leg of the tour, which will be uh, 90 days from Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend. That I mean, that's summer. And um, somewhere around 60 cities. We never know. It could be, you know, with us, it could be 70 cities. But um, we're, we're coming out um, to a location near you, Whoever you are and wherever you are, this is this is what it's about for us. Uh, we'll be at Harmony Festival June 10, 11, and 12. 
of course, um, the last weekend or the last week in um, August leading to Mem uh, Labor Day, uh, we'll be out at Burning Man. And then in between there, we'll be going coast to coast and back to the to the West Coast. And so look for the schedule on touroflove.com. There's also links um, to the uh, World Loves Japan site uh, there also. And, uh, yeah, this this love space, this heart space that we radiate from, that, that you radiate from, Raul, that, the, that Ilya and the Band of Angels radiates from. And I could just list until, 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 until so many others um, also that are, that are in this space. And um, it's so exciting. Um, also, lest I forget, we have the uh, New Earth Wisdom Tour uh, and uh, Mike Barra, Laura Eisenhower, and Michael Perlin will be joining me in Sedona on June the 4th and Scottsdale on June the 5th. It's newearthtour.com and um, an amazing, an amazing lineup uh, also. Um, it just keeps getting better. And so with all the love in my heart, that just surrounds the the being that I am and radiates out from there surrounding our entire planet. I thank you, Raul, for being here. Ilya, I thank you for for being the rock that, that you are. And um, I look forward to connecting with each and every one of you um, on, on Thursday night. And, um, yeah... One person makes a difference. Let's all go out there and be that person. Thank you so much for everything tonight. Oceans of love and blessing. Love you all. Good night, everyone. <laughs>